Hey, this is Sebastian from the Metal Gods Meltdown, and today I'm joined by... Jess from Juliet Ruin. And Ken from Juliet Ruin. It's absolutely awesome to be chatting to you today. Thank you so much for taking the time to chat to the Metal Gods yeah. Meltdown. For those unfamiliar with you guys, can you give us a very brief history about Juliet Ruin? And what does heavy metal mean to you personally? Uh, well, Juliet Ruin started in uh, 2015, uh, just kind of out of the pieces of former projects that we're working on locally. Um, and we've just been kind of carving our way since then. We have an EP that came out in 2017, uh, a couple music videos, and uh, the new album coming out soon. Heavy metal is really just freedom to me. It's about freedom and community and really just getting all that energy that people build up over time and over stress and just letting it go. Yeah, I would say for me too, metal is definitely, it's definitely an outlet and it's for me very much about um, community and connection. It's It's been way more of a connection than I even would have imagined. I love metal for that. I really love your lyrical concepts. I mean, it's deep and it's meaningful. So how does the actual songwriting process work within the band? Is it down to one particular person or do you all get involved? I really appreciate that. Thank you so much. Um, for, for how we write, we usually go off um, skeletons, kind of. The guys will build, you know, musical musical arrangements for me and then they'll just kind of give me what they have and then I'll ask them if they're feeling anything particular off of the vibes and... If so, I'll kind of work with what the guys are feeling, and if not, I'll just sit alone with it and um, kind of just go go with what I feel. Why the name Juliet Ruin? Um, actually, when we started the band, we were all sitting around together trying to name it. We were coming up with the most ridiculous things, and I mentioned that I wanted my stage name to be Juliet Ruin, and our drummer at the time and good friend Matt just decided that was the band name and wouldn't hear otherwise, so he named it for us. <laughs> Old Stardust, Love and Chaos is the debut album and and it gets released in September. How pleased are you with the finished product and where did that title name come from? The uh, the finished product uh, is pretty much exactly what we wanted it to be. Uh, the guy we worked with, Diego Fernandez at Oracle Studios, pretty much just brought the vision to life. Um, it's been just basically a few years of um, really making uh, songs that we really cared about and putting them together over time and then just managed that now we were had the complete package and we we're ready to go. So we're pretty happy with how the product is and we're excited to get it out. And the, the name Old Stardust, Love and Chaos, um, it kind of comes from, well, the final song that, that I ended up writing lyrics for was our only real slow kind of ballad on the album. And I ended up writing the lyrics for it to 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 base my views on, on mental health awareness and just kind of like the human condition and what ties us all together. And we ended up naming the album after that, that track because we all ended up liking it and how it represented the entire album for us. How would you best describe your music and who do you think it would appeal to the most? I guess I'd uh, best describe, I, I always have a hard time describing it. They call it alternative metal. Um, <laughs> it's, uh, you know, I feel, it's a fusion of the beautiful and the beastly. We have, we try to push the, uh, the the contrast between heavier music and some screams with the really clean, uh, techni technical, uh, clean vocals as well. Yeah, it would appeal to. I would say um, we always we get compared a female fronted Alexis on fire quite a bit. So I think right. it would appeal to a lot of kind of fans that any pretty much any fans that enjoy a good hook with their screams and double kick. 
Will you guys be having a release party? And are there hopes? I see you've toured, you tour quite a lot around Canada, and it's a big country, obviously. I think we fit Britain about four times into Canada. But would you like, hopefully, get over to Europe? Uh, well, we have we do have a release party and some tour dates booked for uh, just Western Canada for right now. Um, as far as the Europe thing goes, it's in the it's in the dreams, but it might be a year or two down the road yet before we can kind of put that together. But we want to do it. It's all it's a goal for all of us. It must be really difficult, what with the internet and everything. I mean, there's the music scene. The world has changed the last twenty years, and there's so many bands out there. How do you cope with that? Well, I mean, in a way, the the the, the way the music works now is it, it works nicely for us. Like a lot of uh, our listeners um, on Spotify, I was looking at the analytics and they're in completely places that I've never been and never would be with my CDs. So it's, it's, um, it's really awesome in that way. Um, obviously it's a little tougher just because there is so many more acts, but just have to work a little harder to distinguish yourself. Yeah. And while it is, it is very saturated, definitely out there. I mean, but I, I, th I find that especially even within our own community in Edmonton, this, it's a very thriving and full metal community for, for the size of city that it is. And it's amazing because it's so inspirational to see everybody out there. And it's almost, it's not so much competitive as it is, you know, building off each other, like a, like a high tide raises all ships kind of thing. So I think online too, it's it's kind of the same thing where you can get a lot of inspiration from other bands. That's a really positive thing to hear, actually. My personal favorite track is FTW. What does that actually mean? Um, FTW is kind of a play on how we were talking about what does it mean to you when you see someone abbreviate FTW, is it F the world or is it fight to win or what is it? So we thought we'd just ambiguously name it FTW, even though it's fight to win. Um, that song is hilarious because I had completely different verses written for it when we hit the studio and our good friend Diego basically said, you know what, I'm not feeling those. Let's leave them till the end. And at the very end, he suggested you should rap those verses. And we laughed for a second. And then I said, go get a pen. And we wrote them on the spot. We recorded them in about 20 minutes, and it ended up being my absolute favorite song I've ever done. <laughs> I, honestly, I love it. That's one I keep playing all the time. If you could do a cover version of a song, then, which would you choose? We were, we were thinking about doing a, a Linkin Park cover, maybe just go back to the Hybrid Theory album, do um, One, Step, one Closer. Step Closer. I think that one might be fun for us to do. Yeah, with all the vocals we have in the band, because we have so many different vocalists that can do different things, it might be kind of fun to do that. In a dream world, it may even happen. Can you tell us two current bands you would love to go on tour with? I would personally probably pick Ginger. They are blowing my mind right now. And also Dance Gavin Dance, because they're my absolute favorite band of the moment. I listen to them every day for hours. <laughs> the album cover is absolutely awesome as well. I love the color purple. Everything about the album is amazing. Are you pleased with the artwork? And would you be having that displayed on, at your home? Uh, yeah, I'm probably going to get the, the album uh, thrown into a shadow box where you get like the CD and the album cover and everybody's signatures on it just for keepsake, I think. So how would you say the Canadian metal rock scene is? I mean, you said Edmonton's pretty vibrant. What about the whole country? Or is that, I mean, let's say Canada's massive, isn't it? Canada is massive. Um, over the past few years, we've really made some amazing connections through festivals like uh, such as Metalocalyptic Fest, which features female metalheads and punk punk rockers from all over Canada, and a lot of things like that, which have really connected us 
um, for it being such a big country with bands from Ontario, with bands from BC. And so now it's it's taken a while, but we've made quite a beautiful web with, it sounds corny, but it's just honestly the best thing of my life. It's just all these connections with people all over Canada. So it's just... It's actually, it's great. It's a family. Everyone calls um, all the festivals out here the metal family reunions. And yeah, so the, the Western Canada scene is, it's inclusive, it's diverse, it's beautiful. I absolutely love it. Yeah, we were just at the Loud as Hell Festival this long weekend, and you would think that it would be a little more intimidating to go to a festival full of metalheads, but it's just a bunch of scary looking people hugging each other. It's <laughs> a lot. <laughs> Which are your two favorite albums of all time, and what have they meant to you personally? That's super tough. I'll do one and you do one? Sure. Yeah? Okay. Um, I would say, I would have to say Mastodon's Crack the Sky. I just, I have always loved that band and everything they do and they're out of their whole category. That's just one that spoke to me as their biggest art piece and I'm just, I can just listen to it from front to back over and over again, like every day. Excellent. I actually have two. <laughs> I, I would pick probably uh, Strapping Young Lad's SYL album, their Strapping Young Lad album. Um, was huge to me just because Devin Townsend's vocals are so influential. I love him. And also Rumours by Fleetwood Mac, I think, is the greatest album of all time. So can you tell me, what was the last album you brought or downloaded? Got the, the new Slipknot album, and I was actually yeah. really pleased that it was great. I wasn't super fond of the last two, but this last one I really, really enjoyed. Yeah, same, for sure. Can you tell me why we should watch out and listen to Juliet Ruin? Because uh, I would say that we are funky fresh and we are bringing a lot of really funny and interesting things to the table, especially with our upcoming music video, Spite. It's going to be a pretty hilarious video. I would definitely watch out for that. We, we're, we're a mixture of, you know, like inspired music with a lot of jackassery. We really don't take ourselves too seriously. So I think it's fun for people. <laughs> and Tim, what is the ultimate goal for you guys? Well, I mean, really, we're... We all, we all have kind of day jobs still as it is. The The ultimate goal is to just really enjoy doing it. And if it becomes something you can actually make money doing, then that's just, well, that's just a bonus. But, I mean, if we can just um, create things that we love to create, that's really really all I want to do with it. And maybe one trip across the pond. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's got to be done. Four words to describe Juliet Ruin. Halloween decorations with glitter. Festival or small intimate gig? Festival. Festival, yeah. Vinyl or digital? Vinyl. Vinyl, yeah. Beer or maple syrup? Maple syrup. Maple syrup, yep. <laughs> cool. <laughs> this is an important one. Bear or moose? Moose. Yeah, definitely moose. I'm with Soccer or hockey? Hockey. Hockey. Do you have any final words to your fans and our listeners? Thanks, everyone, for, for tuning in to listen to us ramble and... Uh... Check out our album on September 6th when it comes out and pay pay attention to our social medias for our music video for Spite to come out in the next couple of weeks here. Yes, thank you very much. Thank you so much for tuning in. Good. This is Jess from Juliet Ruin and you're listening to The Metal Gods Meltdown. Meltdown.